you're listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration, a podcast dedicated to helping software executives stay on the cutting edge of sales and marketing in their industry. Let's get into the show. Hi, welcome to B2B Revenue Acceleration. My name is Dan Seabrook, and I'm here today with Samir Smayich, CEO and founder at GetAccept. How are you today, Samir? So it's it's really good. I mean, end of quarter Q2 and end of H H1 being the the half year. So I mean, the stress is total, but it's busy, uh, but fun. A lot of deals being closed, a lot of hiring, and a lot of things that needs to be settled before vacation time coming up now in in July here in, here for us in in the Nordics. So busy, busy, but fun. Good to hear. And well, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, to join us in this in the last week of the the quarter, and also. Uh, to your point there, it's, it's quite unusual for someone in Scandinavia to still be in the office at this time of year. So I, I appreciate that. It's true. Oh, but July is where everyone takes off. So I, I still have a couple of days left. Okay, good. Good stuff. So Samir, the, the topic that we are planning to discuss today is around an article that you put together, actually, which was a five steps to seal the deal with your prospects. But before we get into that, could you please give us a bit of background on yourself and also your company, Get Accept? Of course, of course. So, uh, I mean, if we go way back, I'm I'm a mechanical engineer from, from the beginning, never worked as one. I love people and not numbers. So I actually started a, as a CRM consultant. So I was out uh, getting my fair share of sales management and project management education uh, when I implemented CRMs here in the Nordics. And during my time period there, I got really, really tired of all loud sales reps who more or less sold things that wasn't possible to implement in the CRM that we that we were developing and selling. So I actually switched to a new role in that company, becoming the product manager, product manager there. So that's also where I where I got like in love in 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 software and how how to develop like simple softwares and easy to use softwares. So that's where everything started more or less. And and through that process I was like really into like how sales reps were doing their job, how they were developing and how we could develop the product connected to the sales process, more or less. That was where I came up with came up with get accept. And the main reason was like I saw like you have full control of the process. You're setting the meetings. You're talking with with uh, with the buyers. But then when you when you actually send the quote or the contract, you have more or less no control of what's up next. I mean, you have given them the numbers. You're giving them uh, the solution. Now it's up to them to take the decision. And uh, so, so there, there, there was a gap there uh, where our sales rep didn't close the deals. Uh, so I tried to figure out, like, how can we help in the end of the sales cycle? And that's where, where GetAccept comes in, more or less. So this okay. is like four years back in time since, since we started that journey of, of GetAccept, more or less. Interesting. Yeah. And I think, I think that's probably a, a problem you've identified that a lot of organizations are facing on, on a day-to-day basis. And now, what we often see is that Sales and marketing teams get it very excited when when a new lead comes in and they they service a new lead initially and, and and take it to a certain point whether that's up to the proposal and then and then often get kind of I guess complacent and and, and when the prospect's showing a certain amount of interest and interaction often mm-hmm. start thinking that the deal's done before it before it truly is done. Now you as, as we alluded to a couple of minutes ago, you've developed a five step process to ensure that deals progress through the funnel all the way to close and uh, to, to purchase order actually being in hand. So could yeah. you please share more detail around those five steps with, with our audience? Yeah, yeah. And that's, these, these five steps are actually like outside of, of Get Accept, to be honest. It's more like a five-step process of how, how we think of closing, closing the deal. 
where the first thing is is super easy and everyone talks about it is about like really make clear what is the value. I think many many sales reps focus on on the product, selling the features, but everyone knows that you need to ask the open-ended questions so that you can use that information to really explain what the value with the features is, but very few of us are listening in and are actually using that through the process. I think the first thing is that you should always make sure to not only explain the features that you that you have or that you can provide, but the value that comes with the feature that you're that you're selling, for example. And um, one thing that we did that that helped a lot was really make a list of all the features you have and the value that they are connected, but also the pain point that this feature are solving. So if you're in a call here, okay, I have problem like I'm sending too many many quotes, I can't like manage to follow up on everyone. Okay, what feature are connected to this, and what value should you bring up in that kind of conversation, so that you hit them straight on the head with that instead of just saying, okay, we have an automated follow up feature, um, which which really really doesn't resonate maybe what what they are thinking of. So uh, that that's just like a simple thing uh, of of making your your value more clear in the process. That, that makes sense. And from your perspective, I mean, most of our listeners and most and most of the companies that we do business with in, in general are in the software space. How do you ensure that your sales team move away from just talking about features and benefits, but actually hone in on the value of the of the prospect? Do you do that based on on the position of that prospect? Would that be based on value that you're bringing to similar organizations or sim- or companies in a similar vertical? How, how, what are some tips that you would that you would typically share with your sales team? Yeah, of course. Like if if you're if you're really nailed down on a certain certain vertical, you you most likely know all the pain points, and then you of course ask the right questions through that through that journey. Uh, and as you get the different answers of that, you know exactly which features to demo. And and when you demo a feature, make sure that you're not saying, okay, this is the feature, and then you show off it. Uh, more saying, okay, this is the feature. This is what it will help you with, and then stop and then ask, for example, how do you think this could help you in, in the journey? You just explained to me this pain point that you had. Will this help you? So that you always like stop and ask for like small accepts through that through that demo. That's something that we are um, educating our sales reps in. It's always get these small acceptance through a full demo so that when you're through the demo, you have accepted all the check. Or the all all the check marks, all the needs that has been phrased through the through the through the pain conversation, more or less. So that's just one one simple thing that you can do. That makes sense. Okay, interesting. And um, in general, obviously, get accepted is a technology that's helping salespeople close more more yeah. deals or more business. If we look at the the wider sort of sales and marketing technology market, how do you see technology helping to make the closing process smoother and more effective and and do you think do you think that's replacing parts of the salesperson's job or or do you think it's really augmenting and supporting them to to do more mm. no but i mean the discussion now is much about how ai will re- replace every sales rep in the world and there will be no more sales reps and and i mean i don't i don't believe in that uh, it's more about the, the 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 process itself is changing of course it's more online just like Business to consumer has changed where we do all business online. Now that's that's happening in B2B too. Like, and you only need to adapt. And what we really believe in and get accept is the power of personalization, the power of relationship. I think that will still consist, even if it's moving in line, 
So the only thing you need to do is like, how can I address that in a more online world? And that's really what we're trying to do with GetAccept. I mean, we're, we're just trying to build an, an online platform where we help businesses do more business, but in a more online world in the, in, in the future. So, I mean, that's what is all around personalization, engagement through the, pro- the, through the sales process, more or less. Okay, that, that makes sense. Now, we, we spoke, um, I guess, particularly around the, the point in, in your five-step process, we mainly discussed the idea of ensuring that you make the value yeah. clear. What what, yeah. is, what are some of the other points that are really stand out from that sort of five step process that, that are really I th- important? I think the most simple one is, is the most scary one is actually just asking for the close. I mean, often we walk around and walk around the the, the actual accept, but I mean, if you're if you have checked all the needs, you just need to ask the magical question like, "What is between us and a signed contract now?" In the end. So that's just a super simple thing that we implemented in our organization. Say like, okay, if you have all check marks, just ask for it. Uh, sometimes people think that is like a little bit too pushy. And then, then another kind of way of doing it is actually just skip the closing and go for the plan- planning. For example, if you are a consultancy organization, you have consultants and maybe they are getting booked and booked. So for now, for, for, for summer times where everyone is taking vacation, you need to maybe make clear that after vacation, everyone is taking decisions now. After vacation, everything is booked. So if you want to get started in September, we need to get this contract signed because I can't, I can't like sell you something and that, we can't, that we can't provide later on. So you need to take this decision now. So you make it more urgent for them to close now, for example. That's just, just a simple thing to use Use it like a, a thing connected to the urgency if you have. But I think, but I think you need to be aware of also that don't. I, I hate those calling me like her selling ads in papers and, and in web pages. So it's always oh you have this last spot. It's it's like the last one in the page or on the, that certain page or in this paper. And I can only sell it to you right now. And I have a, someone else that I will I will sell it to if you don't take it. I mean that that just feels so cheesy. Just just if you if you want to use that technique. Uh, you need to really have something compelling and, and something that you can use as an urgency in, in the process of asking for the close. That makes sense. And do you think that it, it's sort of the moment to ask for the close is varying based on the complexity of the sales process or the sales cycle? Do you think that sort of idea that you just described, of if you've had all the, the little accepts along the way and you've, you, you feel that actually all along the way, whether it's a one week or a one year sales cycle, mm. It's just about asking at the right time. How, how do you know it's the right time to ask to, for mm. the close? Yeah, I mean, of course, that depends on what you're selling. I mean, if you're selling a nuclear <laughs> reactor, you can't ask for it the first meeting. But I mean, the thing you need to do is like, of course, check off all the needs and all, all the musts uh, that, that the buyer are asking for. And, and when you have that, you can say like, okay, from, from, from what I've seen and what I've like, noted down we have checked off this this and this is there anything more that we need to check off for you to be able to take a decision and have that as a as a like more of a check on the customer if they're ready to go to the next step so i think and that that you can do like quite early i think uh, but of course again depending on what you're selling uh, you need to always reflect that but i mean you, you can always use that as as an understanding of where are we in the sales journey. And if they say like, okay, we also need to check off this. I need to involve the legal department. I need to involve IT department. Okay, then you got another number of check marks to add to your list. And then when you got through those, 
then you have the next conversation asking like, okay, now we've checked all, all these things, how to come to the next step? Are we ready to get to the close contract? Is there anything more that we need to get to get done before that? Because you need, you need also to take in consideration that they're talking to you because they need what you're selling, hopefully. So, I mean, they're not talking to you just because they, they think it's fun. You have some values that they need. And if you if you can provide them, that's that's perfect. It's a win-win. Absolutely. And I think as well, what what's... What's an overriding um, point about all of that is that you've you've got to ensure that you're actually engaged with the right person to ask. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> that's uh, that's a, that's a kind of given, but I guess a lot of salespeople get caught in the trap of, of asking it's, for the close when 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 that person can't close a deal with them. Yeah, yeah, it's quite it's, as you said, it's quite given, but uh, too many of us fall in the same same trap. I, I mean, I've done it tons of time. I mean, even asked, like, are you the one taking the decision? And they, they always answer yes, because everyone wants to be important. And yeah. I think like a, a good way of asking that question is not like saying, hey, how, how is it you taking the decision? Because as I said, many will say, yes, I am. It's more like asking, okay, have you implemented this kind of solution? Uh, if you're selling a, a SaaS solution, if you're selling a consultancy project, have you implemented this before? Have you bought this, this service before? If they say yes, then you ask like, okay, how did that journey go last time? How did that process go through your your like buying process? Then you say, okay, first I had the meeting, then we involved legal, and then my CFO signed in the end. Okay, so we have legal and CFO that needs to be involved. <laughs> so you're just like a, a, a mid-park for me to, to get to the next step. So I think that's a good way of like really discovering the, the different stakeholders. And then we actually use GetAccept for that because... As long as you're sending your collateral with GetAccept, we, we can actually identify new stakeholders. I mean, new persons involved in the deal, watching that company presentation or watching the quote so that we can then see, okay, besides just Mark watching it, it's also someone else, Eric or Sandra or anyone else uh, who's, who's in that contract right now watching it. So, okay. I mean, that's also a way of identifying more stakeholders through that journey. That's interesting. That that actually leads me on to a, a, another point, which was exactly around your own technology, GetAccept. So you, I think you just mentioned it at the, the tail end of that comment there, but how do you use your, your own solution and, and what are some of the best practices around how you use GetAccept to accelerate your own sales process, whether that's mm. you or you speak from a sort of more generic perspective? And it'd be great if you could share um, a success story um, associated with, with GetAccept as well. Yeah, of course. I mean, we, we use it in the full journey from uh, more or less as as long that we have got a contact is is not a lead generation tool it's it's not the outreach tool as long as you have like a sales qualified lead that's when we start using it so for example before going into the first presentation where we will present get accept and then ask for their pains and so on or or the needs they have and then do a demo we send a presentation to them with get accept in that way, we can identify who's viewing that presentation, who will be in the meeting for example if they don't if they don't uh, tell you that in, in, in the beginning. And after that, we will, of course, follow up with the next part being sending, for example, a customer case or, or um, white paper, whatever it is, to keep that, that hot prospect even more hot or make it even more hot. So we're using that through the whole process. And as we're doing that, it's, it's possible to use video, for example, to engage with the buyer to make it more personalized. It's impossible to use chat. So it's easier to be more timely in in how you follow up because you know okay they're in that contract right now watching it or that presentation so you can actually ask questions and you can let them ask questions because 
I think that's one of the important part now. Like you're not selling when you're ready to sell. You're you're actually selling when they are ready to buy. So that's an important part that you need to make it feel like the buyer buying something, not being sold to. Because I don't think anyone wants to be sold to. You want to feel that you bought something. And you can only do that if you let them steer the process or be at the steering wheel. And you like just providing them the information when they need it or when they ask for it. So be available when they are available. I think that's one important part. And then in the end, of course, like no more hassle with, with the printers and scanners to, to get the contract signed. I mean, you just, you just press a button and then you're, then you're done. So that, that's like the, the, standard, the standard journey. But I have a really fun customer story that just got told for me a couple of days ago. That I, can, that I can run you through if you want to. <laughs> Absolutely, why not? Yeah, yeah. So no, it's actually, it's, it's quite fun because we have hired quite a lot last like half year. We went from 30 persons in January to 75 now. And a couple of hires are actually coming from, from our customers. So we just hired a new, new sales manager here in, in, in the Nordics who was an uh, old customer of ours. And he had been using GetAccept and has been sharing collateral to, through the process. And um, then just to go, before going on parental leave, he, he shared some collateral and the contract, actually. But uh, no answers. And then when he came back from parental leave, he had one week left of the year. And since he had so much things to do, he just like had a list of, I need to fix all these things. And then he got a notification from, from GetAccept that said, like, okay, the potential buyer is actually in the contract watching the demo video, for example. And and he was like immediately on the phone answering back on a on a chat message like okay hey I see you're 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 like uh, interacting is there any question anything I can help you with, and they started a conversation he phoned back and um, actually sealed the deal on the year because they had some left in the budget before closing down the year on on the customer side to to spend, so he was making 180k on that deal the company made this budget on that deal and and he made his personal budget just by closing that deal so that's just a simple simple um, customer case that that just happened this uh, last year actually oh wow interesting well thanks for sharing that so so samir i guess a last question for me and it is probably really off the back of that um point you just made i'm sure um well as you described yourself you you've been seeing a lot of growth over the last couple of years i'm sure you've got a lot of those successful case studies if you like that that you've that you've worked on but it would just be interesting for us to understand what your journey's been like as an entrepreneur. I know you shared a little bit as to how you, mm. you started the company, but a little bit around, yeah, what motivated you to start the business and, and how did you find your, your niche in this market? Because as we all know, there's there's your, your DocuSigns of this world and EchoSigns of this world. Now, they're naturally more of more just an e-signature type solution. But um, it'd be interesting to understand what that journey is like and how you find it competing against those those large players in the industry. Yeah, of course. I mean, when we started, as I said, like back in the days, we were more or less just solving our own challenges in in the sales organization we had. We were four founders, different organizations. We saw that like closing the deal isn't as easy as it should be. And and then we saw a big research saying like 60% of all all deals that you that you have in contract mode or in, in more or less like closing mode is is actually just ending up in the valley of death, the 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 dark where nothing happens. So we said like, oh, the, the challenge isn't your competitors, is how your, your process looks like in the end of the process or the sales process. So that was how everything got started. And, and um, I mean, we just, we're just super passionate about sales and wanted to change something. We've been running other businesses, as I said before. 
So we, we wanted to do this on a global basis. So we applied for Y Combinator with this idea, more or less, and the vision of, of helping B2B businesses close more deals and, and got in. So that was how everything started back in 2016. Worked through Y Combinator, grew with 23% week over week from, from the start as we released the product, which was an amazing time. Worked like crazy. Since we, since we are from Sweden, um, living in, in San Francisco back then, we could work dual shifts. So during night nighttime, we worked towards Sweden and during daytime, we worked towards U.S. So that was that was great for at least four months because, before you got a little bit sick. But that, that was a like a, a fun part of the journey. And then after that, we raised some money, which we which we're still working with. And I mean, today we have offices in 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 Sweden. Uh, in Norway, in Denmark, in, in France, and, and one in, in San Francisco. So growing the business, it's super fun. And in the end, we're, we're just doing what we, what we love. We want to change how, how businesses do businesses in a more online world. That's, that's what we're aiming for. And now we have 70 plus get acceptors who, who are all passionate about the same thing. So super fun journey so far. Hope it will be super fun going forward too. Absolutely. Great. Well, th- thanks for your insights, there, Samir. So, well, we've really appreciated that you've taken the time to to share your thoughts with us today, and and it, and it sounds like you're you're just really at the beginning of an exciting journey at, at Get Accept. If anyone wants to learn more about your company or continue the conversation offline, or or just reach out to you in in a direct way, what's yeah. the best way to get in touch with with both the company and yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I love to help other entrepreneurs. So, so feel free to contact me through LinkedIn is, is a good way. I can actually say that if you want to call me on the phone, you can actually see my phone number somewhere in the blog post that we have been discussing today. So, so go in there and, and find it and just give me a call and I'll, I'll, I'll answer you. So LinkedIn or, or, or find a number and call me. Great. Excellent. Well, many thanks once again, Samir. It's, uh, it's been great having you on the show today. Thanks for having me. It was a a pleasure from my side. Operatics has redefined the meaning of revenue generation for technology companies worldwide. While the traditional concepts of building and managing inside sales teams in-house has existed for many years, companies are struggling with a lack of focus, agility, and scale required in today's fast and complex world of enterprise technology sales. See how Operatics can help your company accelerate pipeline at operatics.net. You've been listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.